Despite being off this weekend for their bye week, the Chicago Bears still showed up in the playoff graphic on the TV broadcasts this weekend as in the hunt at 4-8. and eight. And to that, I can think of only one appropriate response. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook. Join the Locked On Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. And make sure you hit that subscribe button on the Locked On Bears YouTube channel to keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL to get $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. On the show today, we'll talk about the Chicago Bears and the playoffs. Are you kidding me? I guess not exactly when you're in the hunt at this stage of the season. At 4-8, and eight, everyone knows the Bears are a long shot to make the playoffs, but they have not been mathematically eliminated, and to some extent, they control some of their own destiny. They do need a little bit of help, but we'll look at what the Bears' path would be. What would it take for somehow, some way, the Chicago Bears to back into, sneak into, trip across the finish line into the playoffs somehow still this season? But I also want to talk bigger picture, like philosophically, is it a good thing? Do we do we want the Bears to make the playoffs this year? Like in general, sure, you're rooting for the team to win and have success and make the playoffs, but is it in the best long-term interest of this team to make the playoffs this year? Or would they be better off missing the playoffs with the idea that it will lead to the changes that will be better for the team long-term and help them achieve a longer-term success as opposed to the immediate short-term success of making the playoffs that would perhaps instill a little bit more continuity for the future of this franchise that may limit their ceiling in that way. But I also want to kind of go through what kind of help the Bears will need from other teams when it comes to making this playoffs, because they can't quite do it on their own. They're going to need some teams to lose and maybe lose in some ways that we might not fully expect. But clearly, on the front end, when the Bears come into this at 4-8, and eight, right? The, the graphic was up during, I think, I think it was technically Fox's graphic that was kind of going around of the NFC playoff picture where the Bears are in the hunt at 4-8, and eight, along with... I mean, heck, a lot. Of, they put the Commanders in the hunt at four and nine, the Giants in the hunt at four and eight, the Buccaneers in the hunt at four and seven at the time that the graphic was was up there, the Saints in the hunt at five and seven at the time of the graphic, the Rams five and six, the Packers. This graphic was before Sunday Night Football had them all at five and six in the hunt right now. So a lot of teams in the hunt. Obviously, none of them playoff teams right now, and the Bears in that mix and towards the bottom of that mix. But when you're sitting at four and eight after twelve games and now thirteen weeks. Of the season, first and foremost, the Chicago Bears, if they're somehow, some way going to make the playoffs this season, they have to win out. They have to win 
every single one of their remaining football games. Five games left, Lions at Browns, home against the Cardinals, home against the Falcons, at Green Bay Packers. You have to win those five games and go nine and eight to make the playoffs as an above 500 team. In this 17-game iteration of the NFL, we have not seen a wild card team make the playoffs below 500. I believe we've seen nine and eight wild card teams. We've not seen eight and nine wild card teams. The exception here is that the Bears technically could make the playoffs at eight and nine if they won the division at eight and nine, at below 500. And technically, when you look at the standings in the NFC North and the in the hunt playoff graphic, the Lions in first place are nine and three. And so even then, the Lions would have to lose out and they would still be nine and eight. And the Chicago Bears, if they lost out, they would be, if they, if they, if they still lost the game, they'd be eight and nine and they would not be able to win the division with one loss. Like you have to be able to win out for the Chicago Bears if you're going to make the playoffs because the Lions have already won too many games. Like We've seen teams below 500 sneak into the playoffs when they win a bad division below 500. Unfortunately for the Bears, that ship has sailed. You have to, you would have to win out. And then at that point, you would end up kind of tying the Detroit Lions at that point because they would have to lose out. And that would include the Bears beating the Detroit Lions this upcoming week, which is certainly something that I think for all of us, feels within reach because the Bears almost beat the Detroit Lions just two weeks ago. And so in theory, it's a beatable game, a a beatable team, a winnable game for the Bears to start that winning out the rest of the year. They'd have to be a six-game winning streak, counting the last win against the Vikings, which the Bears have not won back-to-back games under Matty Bethlehus, let alone six in a row. But at the Lions, or at home against the Lions, feels like something that we might have some confidence going into as like, yeah, the Bears were beating them for three and a half quarters just two weeks ago. Repeat that same thing. You, sh- you should probably be able to win that game if you had a second shot at it. Then they go on the road against the Cleveland Browns, who are down to their fourth string quarterback now in Joe Flacco. But a, a Joe Flacco who came in this week because you know P.J. Walker's hurt and Dorian Thompson Robinson was hurt. And of course, as we know, De- Deshaun Watson has been hurt from them. But Joe Flacco came in and had some nice moments, 23 of 44 for 250 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Like he was not bad for a guy who has fallen far from where he once was as a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Like maybe he gives them a little bit of hope. But of course, they also have a really good defense that you're going to have to contend with. And they're a well above 500 team that's also in the playoff mix in the AFC. So that's not going to be a walk in the park for the Bears whatsoever. Then you're at home against the Arizona Cardinals, who are at the bottom of the league. You should be able to win that game at home against the Falcons, who are currently in first place in the NFC South, but a very neck-and-neck NFC South, a game that feels... If you can beat the Lions after having just beat the Vikings, then the Falcons should be a quote-unquote winnable game. That doesn't mean the Bears will be favored. That doesn't mean the Bears will be expected to win, but it does feel like a game that the Bears won't be drastically outmatched by the opponent that they face that week. And then you wrap up the season on the road at the Green Bay Packers, who, of course, played a really good Chiefs team last night and, you know, looked pretty darn good, if you don't, if I don't say so myself. Like, that's going to be not nearly as easy of a game as it looked maybe earlier in the season when Jordan Love was struggling a little bit more, but the Packers at right now are rounding into form. You got, you know, four more games or five more games until you get to that point to see what happens for both teams by then. But, like, 
we talked about this a little bit on the Eberflus podcast. It's five games that are quote unquote winnable, but the winnable games have not been wins consistently enough under Matt Eberflus. But it is a path there to get to nine and eight above 500. And in the conversation there for the seventh playoff spot, or I guess in some long shot, the Lions lose out and you could tie and somehow win the NFC North straight out. But there is a path, some sort of path still for the Chicago Bears to the playoffs if they win out. The bigger question, or maybe the the separate question, I don't know if it's bigger, it's a big question whether they can even win out. But the other question here is, do they want, do we want them to? Like, is that, is that really, it's, it's the most exciting thing for right now, but is that in the long-term best interest of the Chicago Bears to win out this season and come back with this whole crew and run it back again next year? Or would they be better off big picture, not making the playoffs and making some changes to the team as a result? We'll kind of look at those conflicting dynamics Next on Locked on Bears. The Locked on Bears podcast is brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is here to help you with online therapy, help you be your best self and get your brain to its best self. Like, especially this time of season with the holidays, like as much as it's an exciting time that many people enjoy and brings people closer together and all that stuff, the holidays can also be really difficult for a lot of people. It can be extremely stressful financially challenging time of year. And so if this time of year is difficult for you, or if just general like seasonal affective disorder, the winter is a little more difficult for you, or even if you're just not feeling your best, BetterHelp is here to help. I I love doing online therapy, just like what they provide with BetterHelp. It's just really important part of my own mental health regimen. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. It's sort of this question of the Chicago Bears make the playoffs. It's, it's We were so busy focusing on whether we could do it that we didn't stop to ask, should we do it? Is that a Jurassic Park Reference, I actually don't remember what movie that's from. I think that's a Jurassic Park thing. I've only seen Jurassic Park once, and it was a lot more recently than I'd care to admit. But that's kind of what I come down to with this playoff. It's like, okay, we can focus a lot on could we do it? Can we do it? Could we see this team go to the playoffs? Can we find a scenario for them to make the postseason? But I think it's also important to ask, like, should we do it? Do we do we want this team to go to the playoffs? Like, on the surface level, like in a vacuum, Yes, right? Like that was the goal at the beginning of the season, right? Was to was to work your way towards the playoffs and show growth and progress and maybe sneak in. And no one was expecting a Super Bowl run or anything from this team, but the idea was that fields would play better, younger players would elevate, and the new additions that Poles brought in would get this team to be a much better team than the previous year and start to be closer to a contender. Then the first, I mean, not just the first 0-4 start, but, you know, the really the first, the entirety of the season up to this point has been a disappointment. I, I mean, I don't know that that winning two of their last three games has undisappointed. I mean, the season un has undisappointed. The season has un you know has has excused or cured the ale of a team that started this season much much worse. Right, that started one and five, two and seven. Right, this was not a, this is not all of a sudden better because they go from two and seven to four and eight. And so, if the Bears were to win out and make the playoffs somehow, some way, then 
presumably, you're not going to fire Matty Bufus after he makes the playoffs. Of course not. You're not going to fire a playoff-making coach. Then you're not going to fire Luke Getze because if you're making the playoffs and you're winning out, then that means Justin Fields and the offense were playing well, scoring enough points to stay ahead in every game and win those games. And Matt Eberflus's defense playing very well and holding opponents down, generating turnovers, shutting down the opposing running game. And so then if the, all those things are going well, then you're going to retain Getsy as the offensive coordinator. And, it, and essentially your entire staff, I guess you need still need to find a new defensive coordinator because you don't have one of those. And I don't know if they'd want to find a new running backs coach to replace the one they lost or if they'll just keep rolling with the guy who's in the interim spot right now. But regardless, you would be bringing it back with the same crew. And then, of course, then that ensures Justin Fields comes back. Presumably, you're not going to switch quarterbacks after you make the playoffs when everything, when you won out your final six games of the season. Like all the momentum is let's bring everybody back and do it again next year. And I just struggle a little bit to feel like if Matt Eberflus and the Bears win the final six games of the season, does that, does that give you the confidence that, yep, they figured it out, that they're no longer a bad coaching staff, they're no longer going to hold this team back, and that these are the guys, this is the coaching staff, this is the setup right now that is going to take the Bears from where they are now to a playoff team to a Super Bowl contender? Because that's ultimately the goal, right? The goal is to not go 9-8 and eight every year and make the playoffs. The goal is to make the playoffs, yes, but also win the NFC North and compete for Super Bowls. Ryan Poles has made that very clear from the moment he took over. The organization has tried to make that clear. Like the the, the expectation or the goal maybe is Super Bowls eventually, is to get there. And if it takes a miraculous six-game winning streak at the end of the season to barely sneak into the playoffs, is that the evidence that says, yeah, these guys got it. These are the guys that are going to lead this team to the Super Bowl. Because on the one hand, you could you could make the argument like, okay, they needed a year and a half to figure it out. And, you know, really the first season doesn't count anyway because they were pretty well tanking and the roster was gutted. But then 2023 here, this season, yeah, they needed half the season to kind of figure out the new players in there, the new weapons for fields and new defensive pieces in there. And that, you know, halfway-ish through the season, just, well, Justin Fields gets hurt, but but when Fields gets back, then all of a sudden you've got all the pieces together and everything's playing together. So in theory, then you should be able to pick that back up where you started next season. I guess that's that that would be the that would be the argument I, on paper. But to me, I don't know if those six games outweigh all of the significant concerns and red flags we've seen from this coaching staff prior to this final stretch of the season in terms of your defensive coordinator leaving mysteriously and your running backs coach leaving mysteriously and public comments about Tyson Bagent and Justin Fields and that whole thing. And the way that they, they talk and don't really have a lot of accountability and the way that they haven't, it, it has taken them so long to find a fit for Justin Fields and to, to really mold the offense around him and run an offense effectively around him. Even then that has flaws, right? They've, won these games by scoring less than 20 points in their last two wins each. It's not like the offense is thriving at this point. The defense is playing a lot better, but still, like, this team, even as it is now, not thriving. And they've not figured everything out, right? It's not like they fixed everything and it's good to go. It's they've found a way to do just enough to win a couple of games here. And obviously, to win five more, to win out to make the playoffs, you have to find a way to win to do it a lot more times. And maybe that starts to build some sort of real confidence in this coaching staff, but it's just hard to envision 
exactly what that looks like, where all of a sudden, maybe the bye week is what really turns it for them. It clicks and they figured it out, I guess. But it seems unlikely that that they would show you so much in this five-game stretch to say, yeah, these guys have figured out their weaknesses, solved their problems, and they're for sure the guys that are going to take this team to bigger and better things. It would be a fun story for this season and it would be exciting. It would be more exciting than watching them lose. But I don't know that it's as good as, hey, maybe, you know what, you missed the playoffs, and that sucks a little bit more right now, but you get a new head coach in here, perhaps a better head coach, perhaps a better coaching staff, and, and someone who can pick up on pick up from where Iberfus and Getze have left off and take some of the good things they've been able to do and identify the good on the players in the roster and then lift them up another level to it, you know, to a, to a real playoff contending team, a team that you feel like can go into the postseason and maybe make a little noise, maybe not Super Bowl next year right away or anything like that. But, you know, when you start to look at what would be the playoffs this year, you know, you'd be facing a, a I mean, you could try and luck into a, an NFC South opponent somehow, some way in there, but it would not be a, a fun playoff run for the Bears. I we go in and think the Bears are going to beat playoff teams and go on a run this season. So you, you're in just for the sake of being in. Your draft pick is worse. You keep the coaching staff and you run everything back to try and do it all again next year. Or you lose a couple games, not on purpose, but you just do, and fire the coaching staff, get better coaches in there, get a whole offseason to keep retooling and building this team and better draft picks the more you lose this season. And... Give yourself a clean shot at a, at a fresh start next season with a new coach to somebody that can you think can take this team beyond where the current coaching staff has continually fallen short here in now a season and, and three quarters. I think that's obviously going to be the most likely outcome is that the Bears don't make the playoffs. And if they don't make the playoffs and they don't go on some miraculous run, then they probably won't bring back Matt Eberflus. We talked about Eberflus's job security last week on the podcast. Go back and take a listen to that if you have not already. But the other side of this for the Bears is also like not only do the Bears need to win out, but there's a certain amount of help they would need from other teams that make this a little bit less likely. I mean, I mean, as much, I mean, or make it even even less likely than just winning out. Like not only they need more than just winning out. They to, to even lower the odds, they have to do the almost impossible of winning out and then add on more difficulty of yeah, they need some teams to lose, including a couple teams that play each other, so they can't both lose out. Like not every team the Bears are competing with can lose out the rest of the way. They're going to play each other here and there, and somebody's going to have to win those games. So we'll kind of go through what kind of help the Bears would need in addition to winning out in order to make the playoffs next on Locked on Bears. The Locked on Bears podcast is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to get tickets for all of your favorite live events. Of course, you can find Chicago Bears games on there. Looking Lions at Bears this upcoming Sunday. The cheapest tickets I'm seeing at Soldier Field right now. $131 for each for two tickets if you want to go down there. Or you can get all the way down in the lower bowl section. 218 seems to be about the cheapest I'm seeing on my on my phone right now on game time. But it's not only Bears games. It's concerts, theater shows, comedy shows, you name it. If it's a live event in a venue, they've got it. And the game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less somewhere else, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our promo code LOCKEDONNFL to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem our code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
even if the Chicago Bears win out the rest of this season, there is no guarantee that they could they will still make the playoffs. They're going to need some amount of help from some teams. And it starts in the NFC North with the two teams ahead of them on the depth chart or on the depth chart on the on the on the rankings there that are also both competing for playoff spots or I mean wild card spots or competing with the Lions for the for the division lead, I suppose there, but the Vikings and the Packers. The Vikings obviously things looked a little rough with Josh Dobbs, so Against the Bears, they lost for a reason there. I mean, that's not trending well for them. But they do have a fairly easy schedule for the next couple of games, but they still have to play the Lions twice and the Packers in between in the last three games of the season. Before then, it's the Raiders and then the Bengals without Joe Burrow. So they could win their next couple of games to get themselves to eight wins. And then Lions, Packers, Lions, depends on how you think those games will go. But if the, if, the, if the Vikings can get to eight win, or to get to nine wins, then it becomes tiebreakers with the Bears. So they only need to win three more games out of Raiders, Bengals, Lions, Packers, Lions. I think two of those are very winnable. And I think for them to get a third isn't out of the question to beat the Lions once or maybe the Packers. I mean, we'll see, but they're going to need some help from the Vikings in one way or the other. The Packers have a similar boat, right? A couple of easy games coming up and they finish with the division. Next, they're at the Giants. Should be an easy win. At home against the Buccaneers. It'll be tough against a, a Buccaneers team that's kind of feisty, I guess. Then they have another easy win against the Panthers. So they got two more wins pretty well guaranteed on the schedule. And then it's a matter of can they beat the Buccaneers, the Vikings, and they finish at the Bears. So the Bears have to win that game. So can the Packers beat the Buccaneers, the Vikings? That Week 17 Packers-Vikings game might be for a playoff spot. Winner gets in, loser misses the playoffs. That's one where both teams on the Bears' schedule can't both lose, or both teams that the Bears need to lose can't both lose at the same time. The same thing happens for two other teams on that in the hunt graphic the Los Angeles Rams and the New Orleans Saints. Both teams play each other in week 16 in New Orleans. And it's this tough situation where you know, the Rams are sitting at six and six, like the Packers and the Vikings. And they, you know, they got a tough couple tough games at the Ravens and they finished the season at the 49ers, but in between it's Commanders, Saints, Giants. You need them to lose a few of those games, right? If they're gonna beat the Giants and the Commanders as two, then they gotta lose to the Browns, the Saints, and the 49ers. But if they lose to the Saints, then that could be the Saints' path into the playoffs because they've got the line they play play the lions today oops what am i saying as we go through i was looking at their schedule here but then they've got the panthers at home and then the giants at home those should be two easy wins for the saints so there's two automatically in their schedule then it's at rams at buccaneers and at home against the falcons and the falcons also in this conversation where they're still in first place but all those teams are kind of tied around the same area they got they got to play the buccaneers they got to be at the panthers home against the colts they got to play the bears too so the bears got to win that game and then at the saints like all these teams have to lose in just the right way, right? Where, the, okay, maybe the, the Rams have to lose to the Saints, but then the Saints have to lose to the Buccaneers, but then the Buccaneers have to lose to the Falcons. So all those teams only get one win out of that rigmarole. But then, like, the Packers have to beat the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers, but, but they like the Packers, the Packers have to lose to the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers can't get too many wins from beating the Packers and beating the Falcons. And they also play the Saints in there. So they can't, I mean, they got, we need the, you need the Buccaneers to beat the Falcons and the, and the Packers and the Saints to help the Bears, but you can't have the Buccaneers win too many games and get, you know, back in the playoff hunt more too, because they're also a little bit on the outside looking in and have an easy game, you know, coming up on their schedule. So it, it, it becomes a very complicated rigmarole of, 
need these teams to lose. Don't forget the Seattle Seahawks are kind of the team we haven't mentioned yet as well at six and six at this stage of the process. Like they've got some tough sledding going up against the 49ers, the Eagles in their next two games. Then Titans, Steelers, Cardinals will be some good tests for them, but they've lost three in a row already. We don't know exactly what to expect the Seahawks, but they're going to be right in that playoff conversation with them too. So it's like, there's a lot of moving parts. And I guess, you know, the Giants and Commanders are also on that in the hunt graphic. I mean, if they, I guess the Commanders would have to be able to win out and and somehow everyone would have to lose out for them to make the playoffs as a wild card team, I guess. And that's a real, I guess it's not really realistic. The Giants are in a similar boat as the Bears at four and eight, but with Tommy DeVito, I'm not sure too many teams are really believing in them right now. And technically the Cowboys are also a wild card team at nine and three because the Eagles are 10 and one. I think everyone pretty much expects the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Even if they lose out, they'd be nine and eight and probably still would make it, but that's not likely to happen at this stage of the process. So like the first five spots are more or less set. The Bears need a lot of losses from the Vikings, Seahawks, Packers, Rams, Saints, Buccaneers. And a lot of those teams play each other. Four of them are in, I guess, you know, there's two sets of division rivals there between Rams, Seahawks, Packers, Vikings, Saints, Buccaneers. And so in those matchups, they can't both lose. And so for the Bears, they need to, you need to like have them lose all those other, all the other non-divisional games like that. And then have the divisional games go just right so that you maybe have to, you maybe have to select one team that's going to be ahead of the Bears and let them win all their games. And the Bears have to be the seventh seed to come in after that. It's complicated. And that's all to say, like, the, the takeaway here is not to memorize the path of, okay, here's everything that needs to happen for the Bears to make the playoffs. The, the takeaway is way too much needs to happen for the Bears to make the playoffs. And it's ridiculous that they even show up in the in the hunt graphic on the football playoff broadcasts. Like, that's just the graphics on the broadcast. It's just, at the end of the day, like, that's why I started with the Jim Mora thing, right? Playoffs, you kidding me? Like, I'm just trying to win one more game. Like, that's what the Chicago Bears mindset should be too. Playoffs, you kidding me? Let's Let's try and win one more game and then figure it out from there. Like, yes, they just won against the Vikings. Let's try and win two in a row for the first time before they try and win six in a row for the first time under Matty Bifloos. Like one, one baby step at a time. We'll focus in a little bit more on the next baby step of the Detroit Lions coming up this week on the Locked On Bears podcast. So make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's going to be the best way to keep up with all of our daily in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. We're also going to have to talk at some point here about Jim Harbaugh because that keeps circling around this Chicago Bears organization. And I want to kind of dive into what's going on with Michigan, how we really feel about the quote-unquote cheating scandal, what team has been successful even since that's been cracked down on and what that then means for Jim Harbaugh, the prospects of him leaving Michigan to come to the Bears or another NFL team and whether or not he's the right guy for the Bears and the relationship with Kevin Warren is an interesting one in there and Ryan Poles perhaps like there's actually a lot to get into with the Harbaugh thing that, that's beyond just the surface level like is he a good coach should we hire him for the Bears like let's 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 dive we can dive into some of the intricacies of that coming up on tomorrow's podcast potentially Wednesday we'll see what comes up as the week goes on but I hope you'll keep tuning back in to get your daily Bears news and analysis and of course you're always going to be left with another opportunity to bear down.